Hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Right, we're here. Marvellous Monday. We're back. Morning, Alison. Good to see you. A few of the early birds here, as usual. Kumi, all the way from Tokyo. Good to have you with us today, Brendan, and uh, whoever's behind the Facebook veil. Good morning, good morning. We've got Luke, and good to have you here, folks. I hope you had a good weekend. Got a chance to pop down to Melbourne the other day on Saturday, which is pretty cool. Did a little uh, little uh, mystery date with my wife. We've uh, we've been together tomorrow, thirty-one years. So there you go. Bit of an achievement. Had a little cheeky getaway down in Melbourne, which was a bit of fun. Morning, Joe. Someone's at the airport. Morning. <laughs> sure, it's busy there on a Monday morning, which is uh, which is cool. Thanks, Alison. Thanks, Jeff. There's James as well. Listen, team. Thought we might talk about something interesting today. What do you think? The you know we talk about the property market all the time. We talk about the properties. Um, you know how how to strategize, how to do things when it comes to creating our property portfolio. We don't often talk about this one thing, this one thing that can rule them all. Uh, maybe that's a bit dramatic, but anyway, let's see. What uh, what I want to talk to you guys this morning about is the, the something, the something here at this base level of what drives all of, what drives all of our future abilities, certainly doesn't matter whether you're PAYG, doesn't matter whether you're a business owner, uh, what is this thing that can drive us forward faster? If you improve this one thing, then uh, the majority of your investing goals, your investing ideas become uh, easier. Uh, You get there faster. What do the lenders, what do the banks love to see? Uh, Anyone want to have a guess in the chat what that might be? Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Shashank. How are you going? Good to have you here, team. Good to have you here. Anyway, let's talk about this. Cash flow. Yes, indeed, Alison. And importantly, importantly, certainly when we're, starting out in the first seven to 10 years uh, cash flow uh, when it comes to your income. Folks, your income, you and me, what are we producing in our world when it comes to the output, the outcome, the uh, the time for money exchange that we go, uh, everybody does, nothing wrong with it. It's fantastic if you can master something and Yep, consistency of income for sure. How can you, <laughs> Brendan? Uh, there we go. It, Brendan, just you, you did the whole thing for me, Brendan. I can just finish up now. Thanks, everybody. Just earn more. Just earn more. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, and uh, unfortunately, there's no getting around that one. Um, the more you earn, the better your income is. The uh, uh, the more you can borrow. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And uh, 
But let's talk about these levels of income. And I'm just going to do an individual today um, as we go along. And uh, let's talk about where the efficiency of earning income makes a lot of sex, a lot of sense. Did I just say sex? (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Maybe the weekend's uh, overflowing. Anyway, there we go. Maybe too much on uh, uh, on a live podcast. Anyway, keeping moving on. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Anyway, so let's talk about some of the challenges when we earn income that uh, – I don't know where that came from. Anyway, um, let's talk about uh, the number one challenge that we we need to understand when we earn income. And uh, the big inefficiency of income generating is – the old tax man, isn't it? The tax man. They love to nick a bit of our tax. And uh, as investors, uh, as uh, those who are looking to improve our financial situation, we need to understand what that might mean, right? So let's talk about number one, our personal income, whatever income that is. Uh, let's say we've got our job income. What level, what number, folks, can we earn up to uh, what's it's kind of a bit of a trick question. Let's talk about the tax rates. What is the level? What's the highest level of tax rate in your personal income, folks? What's personal income tax rate? Tell me. Um, now, I'll get a little calculator up here in a second so we can have a bit of a look at um, um, what that looks like. But um, tell me. What is the tax rates when it comes to these sorts of things? Because it's interesting. We need to understand some of this stuff as we plan it out, all right? All right. So let's have a look at our tax calculator. All right, 37.5% cumi. Right, so let's have a look at some of these things and it'll make a bit of sense as we go along. If everyone can see here, we've got our little uh, tax uh, matrix and for many of us, you know, if we earn above $180,000, you're paying $0.45 cents in tax. Not necessarily exactly $0.45 cents for every dollar, but it's a ratio, okay? So when we look at what we earn, it's actually um, 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 actually uh, the percentage of actual tax paid. The cash paid is the more important thing, not the tax rate. So number one. How do we look at this and go, how do we get this stuff uh, efficient? All right. So let's have a look at this in uh, in my little model here. And it'll hopefully it'll start to make sense. All right. We're going to put that up there. All right. Let's talk about this. Income. Your uh, job income. Now, what else receives an income, folks? What else that you have in your world that receives an income? A lot of people don't realize this or understand this. Um your super receives an income, doesn't it? How does your your super receive an income? Well, um, many of you know that there's compulsory contributions. Let me turn this off so I can get this in. So you've got your job, your super, and let's say your business. These three conversations are, are where income is earned either directly or indirectly. Now, some of us might not have a business, so that's perfectly fine, but let's just talk about this as we flow along, your job income. The, the max tax rate, um, if you can see over there, is like 45%. Now, um, 
You don't want to be paying 45%. What's the tax rate in your, in super, folks? Put that uh, put that in the chat for me. Uh, and then what's the tax rate in a trading business at the moment, okay? So this is the interesting thing where we uh, need to understand, yes, you have to get your income up. You have to get your income up if you want to improve things. 15%, right? So that's income and capital gains is 10%, but, you know, let's... We won't talk about capital gains today. And then business, folks. If you have a company, a trading company, I'm not going to talk about a bucket company today, but if you have a business, a trading business, a, a company, um, boom, Sunny is onto it. So 25%. So 25, the 25% in business is flat, okay? This is a flat rate, okay, flat rate. This is flat as well. Uh, and this is... Um, uh, staged or incremental or something incremental incremental anyway so incremental so as we go along if we earn income our job um, it doesn't matter um, what uh, doesn't matter what oh, it matters as you earn it goes up in your super and your business the rates are flat so it doesn't matter about about that right so if you look at the calculator when we have a bit of a look at, all right, how can we get efficient with this sort of stuff, all right, and uh, we're looking at, all right, well, how much do we want to earn? What's the kind of the ratio? Where does it, where does it make sense? If we have a look at $180,000, <clears> that's 30% um, tax rate, okay? So when you have a look across this, you go, all right, 30% tax rate, if I added uh, added some money into my super. It's about twenty-seven and a half thousand. You can put in your super, all right. So you go twenty-seven and a half, um, hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Okay, and uh, your income in business, you can earn as much as you like. All right, it doesn't really matter uh, that that amount because um, for PAYG, that's not necessarily the conversation today. So. At $180,000, it's 30%. Um, you can put $27,500 in from your super. So kind of the sweet spot, team, the sweet spot of this income earning tax ratio thing is uh, is certainly about $180,000. So for many of us, um, how do we, in a personal sense, how do we increase our personal income? team. Um, what does that look like? Because the more personal income we are able to receive or create in our world, that means we can do this. We can we can buy a better Prince Place of Residence. You guys know this, the idea that your home is, if you know what you're doing with it, an asset that can be very effective for your future wealth. Uh, you got some investment properties. Uh, that's what we love, investment properties creating rent, the ability for you to turn them into assets um, significantly in the future, and then other investments, right? Um, you know, shares and other bits and pieces, right? So there's the three things. Now, um, with your uh, other investments, often there's not, a, 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 there's not as good a direct leverage from your income for these other investments, but certainly your Prince Place of Residence and your investment properties will feed off of your ability to earn. So the more you can earn with your job, the more you contribute to your super, 
Both of these, depending on what you're investing in, will accelerate accelerate your ability to create your wealth, all right? Wealth um, into the future. The more income you create, the more assets you can buy, all right? Those assets in the future will create the freedom or the financial uh, financial financial freedom that you want to achieve. And the more income you create, the the time, you know, instead of 30 years, you can make it happen in 20 years, all right? The faster you can get the job done. The number one thing is improve your income. Improve your income uh, with all of your time and efforts as you move along as an investor. How can you improve your income? What, are you, what can you do? Uh, well, you can certainly start a business. You can certainly get a pay rise. You can certainly join together with your partner and have double incomes. There's all sorts of things that are well worth doing. Um, but let's have a bit of a look at some calculations, some mathematics of this when it comes to the uh, ability to service. And I'll just show you guys what this does in reality. I've just put in here Tommy Test all by himself. Uh, and I've put ninety thousand dollars. So at the moment, earning ninety grand, and over here, this is just a brand new loan, trying to buy a six hundred thousand dollar home. Um, and uh, there you go, you're dead right, Alison. Like every little bit of extra income counts, folks. Every little bit of extra income counts. Um, so base salary one ninety, like trying to buy a, a property, can't get there. You know, let's say Tommy goes and gets a. Um, you know, a pay rise. And uh, what has he got to do to get a pay rise? You know, whatever whatever it looks like. And boom. Now, when you have a look at these things, he was on 90. Let's go 100. Uh, let's see if $10,000 works and not enough. Let's call it 110. Boom. All right, 110. Now, it depends on the lender, of course. You have a bit of a look at this. You know, uh, which lender is uh, lending on uh, certain things at the moment. So, you know, um, that's just buying his own home. Now, the difference, as you could uh, imagine, if you made that $180,000, um, you know, could be quite significant. There you go, sort of a million-dollar home at one hundred and eighty. Um, let's add a second person to this, like a, a couple. Uh, and the interesting thing is even uh, even – Sometimes a bit of part-time work um, or full-time work, whatever it is, is a significant increase, you know. So when you think about creating this wealth or getting the uh, getting the thing going faster, team, the number one accelerator in, in this whole thing is income, income. Certainly the simplest, easiest income to attribute towards borrowing is job Income, okay, job income. And I love that one, Alison. Um, I love that conversation there. It's just like, all right, okay, we'll do something a bit interesting. Do something, uh, you know, where there's a, a, a way you can get extra income that can count towards uh, certain things. You know, Alison's saying, hey, join the Defence Force Reserves. <laughs> awesome. Love it. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Now, my question to you, and we often talk about the properties, you know, um, 
We, we often talk about the properties or the market or whatever improving. Um, and my question to you is like, how are you going to improve? How are you going to add value to the investing? Because I think it's quite unfair often just to ask the property or the market to, to work harder or do better. Um, and uh, often we forget about what we can contribute to make this thing succeed because when you're in the world of investing, the number one thing that moves the needle the fastest is your personal income. Um, second job income, that's fine. Still trading time for money, but if you've got some spare time and you want to get an outcome, folks, do what you got to do. You know, sometimes you've got to you've got to do uh, you got to do a few things in that way, right? So there's two levers. There's two levers. Um, that we can we can pull. Uh, one is endless, and the other is um, one. One's endless, and then the other is really limited. But it can it can work. Okay, it can work. Right? There was there's two things. If you get your income up and your expenses down, now there's only a certain amount of expenses you can reduce. Okay. But income up can be, yep, absolutely, extra in, rental income, the whole thing, Tim, for sure. Uh, I, and I see a lot of people, you know, scrimping and saving and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, and, you know, I still run a budget. Me and my family still run a budget. It's important to understand, you know, uh, cash management. Uh, however, you can't save yourself wealthy. You have to increase your asset base. You have to increase your income as you go forward, okay? How can you do that? Um, well, it's important, to, um, it's important to concentrate on the income side once you've got your budgets and stuff sorted, okay, um, as we go. So that, uh, that uh, is important to understand. Now, what can be uh, anything to related to a job is often instant, instantly uh, attributable to the ability to borrow, as long as you're not in, um, uh, as long as you're not in, you know, uh, you know, a, a test period in a job. I can't remember what that's called now. <laughs> Having a mental blank, uh, probation or whatever. Like if you've got a job, pretty well. If it's a full time job, even a part time job, um, it's pretty well instant. Okay, pretty instant. Okay. Now, if you add other things. Folks, if you add, like, let's say, let's say certain types of rental income, okay. Uh, let's say you do Airbnb um, or short short letting, okay. You've at least got to do that for twelve months or more, and they might discount it. Like it, a job income allows a hundred percent of the income uh, to be attributed towards servicing. Okay. Airbnb, short term staying, whatever, even, um, buying and selling trading income. If you bought and sold something, um, what happens is the lenders might only allow 80% of that income or 70% of that income to go towards the, uh, your servicing. Okay. Now business, um, the challenge with business, certainly if you start a business, uh, at the moment, most of the lenders want two years uh, financials, and then they will um, allow you to use some of the profits towards your serviceability or lending. 
um, as you go along. Um, and, um, you know, if you do, um, you know, buy and sell, uh, you know, side hustle, uh, side hustle, is that, is that side? Yeah. Um, side hustle, now, again, they will um, ask, you know, how long is that? So if you just do it one year, if you just do a side hustle for one year and you make 50 grand and you don't do it the next year, that, you know, um, they won't allow that as income at all. It'll be just a lump sum and it won't be counted as income, folks. Okay. So for all of us, as we think about this, think about the things we might do if we add value to our income and when it would count for servicing because any lump sum stuff, you know, like a chunk, you, you know, you made something in February and then you made something in, you know, uh, June and then you made something in October, um, none of that would count unless you did it consistently over multiple years towards your servicing, okay? Uh, away we go. Um, there you go. Anyway, thought we'd talk about that this morning. Number one thing is, and Tim's, Tim's nailed it here, Use Tim's thing. More income equals more options equals more opportunities. There you go. End of story. So while your properties are growing and doing their thing, be patient with them. I say to you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you growing? Are you improving your income? Are you improving your employability? Are you improving your ability to, you know, with knowledge and information so you can add value to your income? There you go. What are you doing? Increase your income, increases your ability to borrow and accelerate your asset accumulation, which will then alternatively make your wealth creation faster, bigger and better um, as you go. That is true, Tim. It's not always that easy. But uh, but you know what, folks? If you want something uh, that's uh, not very common, you've got to do some uncommon things, you know, uh, and for most of us, I know those of you who dial in this in the mornings and and do all of your uh, all of your own research and work and education and and uh, and whatever, you know you're here for the outcome. And uh, I know you've got uh, you know I've got a little bit of something special in uh, in the tank to do something a bit different. So happy days! All right, well that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Over and out Monday. Marvellous Monday. Welcome to another week, folks. Go get some. That's it for today. Join me tomorrow for another one if you're up for it. We'll uh, we'll do another chat. As always, thanks for joining me. Fantastic to have you here. If there's anything that you want me to have a bit of pontification, anything in the market, anything going on, anything you see, send me, uh, you know, leave a comment in the chat or send me a message. Always happy to talk about... Uh, things that uh, might uh, be a problem, a challenge, or an opportunity in the world of investing, uh, property investing specifically, obviously. All right, folks, that's it. Done and dusted. You guys take care. Join me tomorrow. Love to see you then. Until then, bye for now.